I'm Michelle Long. Time for Daily Market Wrap this Thursday, January 27, 2021. Philippine shares defied gravity on Thursday, going against the tide as local investors cheered stronger-than-expected growth numbers. The Philippine economy grew 7.7% in the last quarter of 2021, bringing full-year growth to 5.6%, beating government's target range. Moody's Investor Services Christian de Guzman saying despite risks from the Omicron variant, the recovery story remains intact. There is a bit of a downside risk for our 2022 forecast, and we do have uh, GDP growth um, uh, currently at 6.8%, so that is under the, the government's growth target, but the narrative is still there. We do think that the recovery that we saw in other countries in 20. 21 um, is going to sort of transpire in the Philippines in 2022 with progress on vaccination and with and, and the consequent reopening of the economy. Uh, the Philippines entered the pandemic in a pretty good position. Um, we had uh, at least for over the past 30 years record low level of debt. Now that debt has since jumped, but because you came into this pandemic in a, with a pretty good, uh, pretty clean balance sheet. For the day, the PSC index added a third of 1% to settle at 72.73, despite foreign funds net selling the local bores by 676 million pesos. East West Bank's Angel Passis expects volatility to persist, especially as rising commodity prices heighten inflation concerns. Although she says revisiting the country's record high of 9,000 is possible. The market will be very skittish. And I do see volatility being elevated, especially around March. So, um, but uh, we have to remember that, you know, liquidity, actually the offsetting factor there is really growth brought about by the reopening. So especially for the stock market, for as long as earnings actually continue to deliver, um, it actually could still be, it's, it's actually going to be very constructive for equities. Now it's going to be um, selective. Uh, and uh, in the near term, you want to focus on the uh, industries where they are able to protect their margins. The headlines, there's going to be a lot of overreaction around the headlines uh, as inflation actually continues to uh, break forecasts. There, there's a uh, break forecast, then the more uh, uh, the fear factor around interest rate adjustments will go up. So uh, that's actually going to uh, introduce a lot of volatility. In corporate stories, Emirate, the real estate investment trust sponsored by Andretan's Megaworld, is looking to acquire up to 20 billion pesos worth of office assets this year. That will bring its portfolio value to 78.5 billion pesos, up 34%. The assets will come from Megaworld's township developments and will be funded from equity and some debt. Currently, Emirate has a debt-to-total deposit properties ratio of 12%, well below the 35% cap set in the REIT's law. Emirate plans to be one of the largest REITs in Southeast Asia with a portfolio of cross-leasable area of 500,000 square meters by 2025 and 1 million square meters by 2030. Meanwhile, the SEC Greenlight Century Properties Group's shelf registration for up to 6 billion pesos of fixed-rate retail bonds. The first tranche will cover up to 3 billion pesos retail bonds due 2027. And finally, listed agricultural firm Viderich has signed a one-year energy supply deal with Vivat subsidiary Core Energy for 
up to 0.75 megawatts. The deal is seen resulting in savings anywhere from 3.2 to 3.9 million pesos this year. Aside from the savings, the deal will secure ample power requirements for its dressing plant in Bulacan. And that is it for today's Market Edge. Don't forget to hit the follow button for the latest market action in the Philippines.